verse 5 of the book of Jeremiah, chapter number 12. If you would please, I'll just read it for you and try to explain the context a little bit. Jeremiah could be approximately 20 years old. God called him from his mother's womb. He's a young man and God has called him for a particular purpose. Israel is exceedingly backslidden. If you should read verse, chapters 1 through 6, over and over again, God says that Israel is backslidden. Backslidden Israel. She's gone her way, doing her own thing, probably would resemble America today. Forsaken their children in pursuit of materialism, chasing false gods, turned completely to idolatry, playing with God, pretentious in their lifestyle, lying about their Christianity. And Jeremiah has been preaching and now they've threatened his life in chapter number 11. They've placed him in stocks. They've mistreated him. They've abused him. And Jeremiah is tired of it. Discouraged. Like many of us get as we watch Fox News, Bull News, Baloney News. Is anybody tired of politics? Amen. Does anybody ever tell the truth? The only way you can tell they're lying is if their mouth is moving. I wish that was original, it is not. It's very easy, if you please, to become discouraged with what's going on around us. Our culture has changed. No longer are we a Christian culture, but now we are a multicultural. And we must accept every culture's God or we're not politically correct. We cannot call black, black, white, white, or if we do, we are called racist. It's almost as though if you open your mouth, you're in trouble. And if you don't open your mouth, they call you conceited. It, it's just a mess. Isn't it a mess? Jeremiah said, Lord... It's a mess. And he says in verse 1, what's this? Righteous art thou, O Lord. When I plead with thee, yet let me talk with thee of thy judgments. Wherefore doth the way of the wicked prosper? 
the Democratic mayors of the cities that is being fed millions and millions of dollars to help the poor, but the poor get poor and the politicians get richer. Kind of like today, isn't it? Wherefore art all they happy that deal very treacherously? Why is all the rich folk happy and the rich and the religious folk miserable? Why they have it and we don't? God, is there something mixed up with all this, he says? Thou hast planted them, yea, they have taken root. They grow, yea, they bring forth fruit. Thou art near in their mouth and far from their reins. They just get richer and richer and you just keep blessing them and blessing them. <laughs> it's a mo isn't it wonderful how modern the Bible is? Isn't it, isn't it amazing how you can take scripture that is applicable to even today? But thou, O Lord, knowest me. Thou hast seen me and tried my heart toward thee. Pull them out like sheep for the slaughter and prepare them for the day of slaughter. And Jeremiah, you need to be learn to be kind to everybody. <laughs> Don't talk about God beating them over the head with a stick and slaughtering them like sheep. Well, Jeremiah is probably feeling some things that we haven't felt because he's going through some things. Verse 4, how long shall the land mourn and herbs of every field wither? For the wickedness of them that dwell therein, the beast are consumed, the birds, because they say we shall not see our last end. Jeremiah said, not only is society a mess, look like you've dried up the heavens from the rain and the land is brown. The land is mourning. It's cracked open because of the famine. The wickedness of them that dwell therein, the beasts are consumed. They have nothing to eat. You know, Jeremiah's having a tough time. You ever feel that way? Just... Things a mess. Then God asked Jeremiah a question. In his discouragement, in his delusion, in his time of feeling sorry for himself and when it's really tough and the bills are not paid and the kids won't mind and the car won't start and everybody in the world's prospering except you, God says to Jeremiah, Hast thou run with the footmen, and they have wearied thee?
then how canst thou contend with horses? And if in the land of peace wherein thou trustest, they weary thee, then how wilt thou do in the swelling of Jordan? Jeremiah, if you can't handle it when you're running with society and you get weary, what are you going to do when it really gets tough? If you can't run with a footman, you're really going to have trouble running with the horses. If you can't handle America and the peace and the liberty and the good we have, you're really going to have trouble when it gets worse. Jeremiah, I know it might be tough over an Androth. You know, where you were raised, you know, hometown. If you're having trouble over there in the little bitty town, how are you going to handle Jerusalem? And if you're having trouble handling Jerusalem, how are you going to handle Babylon? Because Jeremiah, I see something coming on that you can't see. Because I'm going to judge this people. And they're going to be destroyed. They're going to be carried over into Babylon. How are you going to handle the kings of Babylon if you're having trouble with the kings in Israel? And then he asks him a question. How wilt thou do in the swelling of Jordan? Jordan in the text is symbolic of death. Jeremiah, if you're having trouble today, when your left arm goes limp and you feel a sudden pain within your chest and when death wraps its cold, dreary hands about your neck and you begin to struggle for air and you know that it's time to cross over from this life to the next. Jeremiah, if you're having trouble with life, how will you do with death? When Jordan begins to swell and you make your way from time to eternity how will you do
Should we sing another song to wake you up? Well, preacher, you don't understand. No, you don't understand. One day, you're going to pass from time to eternity. One day, you and I are going to pass from faith to sight. One day, and it could be soon, we never know. One day, the doctor's going to say, I can do no more. The question today is, how wilt thou do in the swelling of Jordan? You see, it's solemn, but it's inevitable. The Bible says, it is appointed unto every man. It is appointed once every man to die. And after that, the judgment. The question I pass with you today, even to our young folk. A preacher, I'm young. I've got a lot of time. Look at you, preacher. One of these days I'll be old, ancient, like you. But you'll never be as pretty as me. But young folk, die too. It's inevitable. Could I please help you today and allow you to answer the question for yourself. How will thou do? The swelling of the Jordan. The question God asked today, I think, is a very practical one. He says, how wilt thou do? He's talking to me. Jeremiah, if you're having a tough time today, uh, if you can't run uh, with a footman, uh, you're sure going to have trouble with the horses. If you're weary with life now, you, you really might have trouble when the Jordan begins to swell. It's a practical question. He who provides for this life but never takes care of eternity is wise for a moment, but he is a fool forever. Think of that, if you would, please. A question we all must face. But there's nothing unusual about death. If you look at the paper, the obituary is still filled with names. If you would look at most funeral homes, they're still in business. You know why? Because people are in the business of dying. Jordan swells for everyone sooner or later. The reefs are still being made and hung on doors all about us. Why? Because death 
is absolutely universal, unpredictable, and unavoidable. I don't read a lot of Longfellow, but I read this. There is no flock, however well tended, but one dead lamb is there. There is no fireside, however well defended, but has its vacant chair. It's a practical question. How will you do when Jordan begins to swell? You say, preacher, it's tough. I know it's tough. Jeremiah said it's tough. And God says, but I've promised to be with you. Never leave thee nor forsake thee. Jeremiah, shut your mouth. Do what I told you to do. I'll handle it from here into eternity, not to eternity. Can anybody say amen? Yes, I'm glad it's a practical question. Could I please encourage you today by allowing me to say it is a personal question. Jeremiah, how will you do? Gene, how will you do? Just put your name there. Because it is a personal, practical question. No one can pass through the cold waters for you. No one can be saved for you. No one can be born for you. No one can die for you. Everyone must answer the question because it's a personal question. Wherefore, by one man, sin entered into the world, the Bible said, and so death passed upon, do you know the rest of it? All men. Can you say all men? Amen. Now, I may not know what you're going to become, but I know what you're going to do one day. Now, I don't know how long it's going to be before you do it, but I know you are going to do it. I'm not looking forward to it, but I am looking forward through it. Because I'm not going to park there, I'm just passing through. I'm not rowing across Jordan by myself. I've got a captain driving this ship and his name is Jesus. He's got the right GPS and he's going to make it right on time. So this is a personal question. How will you do when Jordan begins to swell in your life? It is a personal question. It's for moms, dads, parents, children, boys, Girls, rich, poor, educated, illiterate, poor, and rich, skinny, and them others. Amen. Happy and unhappy, miserable and unmiserable, pretty and pretty not. 
it's practical. Anybody with brains the size of a BB would prepare for the swelling of the Jordan. Do not live for time only because time is fleeting quickly, if you please. It's for moms and dads. It's for all of us. People are crossing Chile Jordan constantly. In excess to 75 million die annually. That means 100,000 plus daily. That means 650,000 per hour. Crosses Chile, Jordan. How in you, how in the world can we, who are living in the day and such we live, cannot think occasionally about death? He said, Preacher, I didn't come to church to hear about death. Boy, you're surprised, aren't you? We're living in a crazy, crazy society. Well, preacher, I'm safe. You're not even safe at school. 2012, Sandy Hook. 27, went to school. And they left school and went to heaven. Didn't go home. Are you prepared? Well, preacher, I'm at church and I'm safe. 58 died, 2017. In Las Vegas at a concert. Well, preacher, I don't go to concerts. 25 died in church in the state of Texas. Even yesterday. Twenty went to shop. Twenty went to buy. Twenty went to enjoy. Twenty died at Walmart. Well, preacher, that's not going to happen to me. One point twenty-five million die every year in auto accidents. Do you drive? I took Dr. House to the airport the other day. He don't care that my truck's a total wreck now. Out of my heart of generosity and Christianity and sacrifice, I took my friend to the airport. My truck was pretty and shined up so pretty. On the way back, somebody sideswiped me, knocked my mirror off, scratched my truck all the way up down the side. And Dr. House says, boy, I'm glad that wasn't mine. <laughs> that may not be exactly like it happened. 
That's why they call them accidents. You know, you might be an accident looking for a place to happen today. God is asking you, how will thou do if it's an accident or some idiot wanting notoriety shows up with AK-47 and you just happen to be standing in the way. How, how will thou do? It's a personal but a very practical question. Amen. You said, preacher, I wish you'd hurry. It's a testing question. How, how will you do? It's a testing question. Do you have what it takes to make it across? You say, well, preacher, I go to church. It's not going to get you there. Well, preacher, I read my Bible. That, that, that's not, that's not going to get you there. It's a testing question. Can you pass the test? I've asked many, if you die today, do you know you'd go to heaven? Oh, I hope so. But I'm trying. I, I'm doing my best. That won't work. Jesus said, I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. No man comes. It's a testing question. Good people, you need to realize it. Your goodness and your honesty and your integrity is not going to get you there. That won't work when Jordan begins to swell. That will not work when Jordan gets too deep to get across. You're going to need somebody to wing you across from now to eternity. I read about a man who would die in Preacher went by to see him and started talking about heaven and so forth and so on. And the man said, Preacher, I, I'm just not sure. And when you get close to death, you will want to make real sure. Amen. The man said, I'm just not real sure. Preacher said, Oh, man, I remember the day I baptized you. Yeah, I know, Preacher, but I'm still not real sure. That should I die? And I'm going to die. I realize that. I'm not sure that heaven is mine. Preacher said, oh, you don't have to worry about that, man. You've been faithful to church. I've even seen your tithe. I, why? If anybody's going to heaven, why? Uh, you, you've got the kind of religion that will get you there. And the man said, well, preacher, I think maybe what's at stake here you're talking about a religion to live by. Right now, I need a religion to die by. Now, you may have a religion to live by, but when Jordan begins to swell, God says, how wilt thou do? And without Jesus, there's no heaven. Without repentance, there's no forgiveness. Uh, and without humility, there'll be no honor. How wilt thou do? Preacher, why would you preach this on Sunday morning? Because you asked that question. 
lot of Sunday morning Christians are going to be surprised. I close. You say, really? Yeah. It's an urgent question. It's practical. Amen? I'm sure glad that a soul winning preacher asked me one time if I died today, do I know for sure I'd go to heaven? I'm glad Brother Williams had the courage, conviction, compassion to ask me that face to face. I'm glad he asked me that. How will you do when death comes? If you died today, do you know for sure heaven would be your home? I'm glad he asked me that because now I know I do not dread swelling Jordan because I'm not going to have to swim anyhow. Amen. I don't dread when death comes. Now, the only thing I hate is I won't get to argue with Ginger anymore. Wrestle with Andrew and all the kids. But I'm not concerned about the swelling Jordan of my life. I'll get a brand new body just like his. And I've sent some of the best coon dogs in history to heaven. And if there's a coon up there, it's in trouble. <laughs> Amen. And I've already asked God not to make my mansion next door to houses. Because he'll want me to mow his yard or something, sure, the world. And I'm such a good Christian, I would be busy mowing his yard all the time. Are you listening to me? If ever I've been serious in my life, I'm serious at this moment. How wilt thou do? That's a practical, personal, pertinent question that I ask. And it's an urgent question. Time is short. Life is uncertain. Death is closer today in your life than it's ever been. I shall never forget when I fell out of that deer blind two, two or three years ago. My wife actually thought that I was dead. I thought I was dead. She was talking on the phone and said, she thought I was out. She thought I was dead. She called the insurance company. <laughs> and the insurance company said, is he dead? She said, really? Really dead? Death? It's just a, a fall, an accident, a mishap away. It's a drunk driver. It's a reckless driver. Bad medicine, age. It's just a breath away. 
And when you draw your last one, how wilt thou do? It's a practical question. The rich fool said, Now, soul, thou hast much goods laid up. Now you can eat, drink, and be merry. Remember that? And God said, The river's deep. The river's wide, and you can't swim. Thou fool, tonight thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those riches be? How wilt thou do? The great swift rolling stream of death It's drawing near to everybody here today. And Jesus says, I close. Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I will carry you across. Because I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man Please listen. No man, regardless of how good you are and honest you are, no man can come to the Father but by me. The question How will thou do?